0: Hey girl, hey. It's that time of month, ladies, and I am not speaking about Aunt Flo. I'm talking about girl talk. Today's episode, we have one of my closest serial sisters today. Her name is Marcelina. I'm super excited for you guys to get to know her. She is so awesome. She's helped me personally so much during my surrogacy journeys. She's literally been there for my transfers. She's been there for my labors, and she has also been able to be a real one and pull up on a girl whenever I needed her to administer my medication. Today's girl talk consists of which gender is better to hold as a surrogate a labor story of our special guest and how surrogacy can get you closer to your dreams while helping others get to theirs any single surrogates out there we're going to be chit-chatting with you today because we go over dating plus surrogacy as well so without further ado let's dive in i can't wait for you guys to hear are you currently a surrogate or you're in the process of becoming a surrogate be neither and you're still on the fence about it regardless of where you're at in your journey you are in the right place this This podcast is for you. Yes, you heard me right. You, girl. I created this podcast to shed light to surrogacy and help educate, inspire, and most importantly, support women. It's my mission to help guide women to have the healthiest journey, both emotionally and physically. I'm sure we can all agree as mamas, we always take care of others. But here, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. If this sounds like you, turn up the volume. Grab that coffee, that tea, heck, even that wine. And let's get started. I'm your host, Vanessa Clemens, and you're listening to Confessions of a Woman. Girl Talk is now in session. We had so much fun creating this podcast episode for you guys today. Literally, here's like a little blooper. Like, she was so nervous today. (laughs) I'm sorry. It went so well and I'm so glad that we'll share her story and get this perspective of her journey out. Without further ado, let's start the tea. Welcome back ladies. And this is Girl Talk. So we have a special guest. I feel like every guest is special. I'm not trying to downplay, yeah, but special. <laughs>
1: special a special, special, special
0: guest. Go ahead and explain a little bit
1: about yourself. Hi, guys. All right. So my name is Marcelina. I am a three-time surrogate. My surrogacy journey started in 2015, and I gave birth to a baby girl, and that family was from France. See, my second journey was 2017, and it was also a girl, and that family was from China. And my third and final journey was recently, January of this year. And I carried my first boy, and he was also Chinese. I am in the medical field. I'm a phlebotomist, and I'm also a phlebotomy instructor. I'm a pre-nursing student. Uh, my ultimate goal is to be RN, so I'm working on that. I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I also have a puppy. So I'm very, very busy on top of being a surrogate mother. I. I think is so cool and it's really important to share my story on this podcast because I feel like when I first started back in 2015, like there was really not a lot of resources for me and I feel like it would have helped the, the whole process, like just to have information. So I think it's really cool. I'm just excited to be here. And you are like
0: post delivery, like what, how many days now? Like two weeks. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much for your time. It's so crazy. You like downplayed your whole hustle. Like this woman is a student. She's got. She's a mom, and she's got a puppy, pretty much a newborn. I mean, there's so many things that you know you juggle, and it throw in surrogacy into it. So I'm super excited for this. These topics that we're gonna go over today. Hopefully, um, ladies out there that are hustlers like Marcy will be able to just pull through. You may be having a bad week, but we're gonna get through it, and we'll be able to just chit chat. Let's girl yeah. talk. Let's get it started. So one of the first questions that. I noticed well for me I've only carried boys Mm -hmm. but like with you you had that experience to carry a girl and a boy finally so please let me know because I'm actually really scared this transfer that I'm going to be doing is a girl and I'm so scared I just feel like oh my gosh I'm going to gain a whole bunch of weight and I'm going to get sick and what is the difference like do you favorite girls or
1: do you think is a difference or boys you know what had I known the boys were way easier than girls I would have carried girls so I had three girls and mm-hmm. then one boy and the for some reason the girls and our hormones they just are on 10 the whole time so it doesn't really mix so no. for me I had acne the whole time I gained so much weight the whole time just every pregnancy symptom was enhanced with girls and with the boy it was just very subtle I didn't get the acne. I didn't gain as much weight. It oh was more gosh. manageable. And so for me, pregnancy is not a hard thing. Obviously, I've done it four times. <laughs> I, but I don't get sick. So see, that's scary for me because
0: it's like, I don't know. Like, I didn't get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just really tired. But I just remember, like, with carrying my daughter, like, oh. and draining. I, and it's actually kind of scary because that's how I kind of, like, I don't know, in her mind, like kind of hype her up, like you're special because I've only carried, I only carried you, like you are my only girl, like I carry boys and you know, this is just surrogacy, sweetheart, or you know, making her feel special.
1: Carrying a boy was different because I've only carried girls, so I was a little intimidated at first and I was a little scared, like wow, am I going to feel different? Because you know, ultimately I do want to have another child of my own and Mm -hmm. I wish it would be a boy, but... So I kind of felt like different emotions with the boy. So you have to prepare yourself for that as well. If you had to do surrogacy again, would you request girl or boy? Boy.
0: Ah! (laughs) I think so far, just with my experience, I would have to say boys are better. But I'll let you guys know. Y'all will see, you know, my ins and outs of my current journey. So that is to be continued. (laughs) So the next one would be. You just gave birth. How's your recovery process? Like, how have you physically and mentally been able to get back to thyself?
1: Oh my goodness. So it's crazy because it's really fresh. Like, I'm glad we're doing this now. So recovery is hard. How was labor? Labor was labor. (laughs) You know, you get the epidural, you make yourself comfortable, but It's just, it is what it is. It's going to hurt no matter what.
0: Um, So was the baby on your due date or like explain how
1: was it when you first came in? Was it scheduled? Were you, your water broke? What happened? Right. So with the previous three, my water broke every single time and it was just natural. This one was my first uh, inducement. So I was also scared about that. I usually like to just let your body do what it's going to do. And whenever the baby's ready, that's when it'll happen. But being induced wasn't bad. Um, I was there a total of maybe twelve hours and six of those were probably just pre labor. Right. So it wasn't bad. Okay. Um That's you know, not they that make long. you comfortable. No, but mm-hmm. actual like labor was four hours. Okay. Okay. So it was quick. Yeah. Some women have horror stories. Some women say they were in labor for days and I mean hours. mine I could have swore it was like twenty six hours. hours when I was induced. It's hard. Yeah. So the I was nervous. Games. It ended up being a really, really good experience, though. And I feel like being induced, it helped. You know, that medication worked so quick. And then I went from three centimeters to nine in two hours.
0: So you were on Pitocin, but like you, they gave you a pill, though.
1: They, so, what they do is they give you uh, a pill to soften your cervix. Mm-hmm. So, they give me. Is that two orally,
0: or they just like shove Vagimally. something in your vagina? <laughs> yeah, they,
1: give it vag- they could give it orally, but vaginally is quicker. So, okay. they gave me two, four hours apart. Mm-hmm. And then, once your cervix is thinned enough, that's when you can oh, have the baby. So, mm-hmm. that's when they give you the Pitocin after that. And oh. then it's time, it's go time after that. Oh, my that. goodness. Three centimeters to nine in two hours. So it happened quick. I literally woke up and was like, oh my God, I feel so much pressure. It's mm-hmm. time to push.
0: Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So, your recovery, so you had a natural uh, vaginal birth, mm-hmm. everything went smoothly. Talk about that initial moment when your intended mother was able to
1: finally meet. <laughs> her, her you know son what? so my I am she was spooked I think I scared her from all the screaming but <laughs> she was crying you know once you see them cry and you see that initial moment is priceless and yeah. it's so fulfilling yeah and you just kind of realize like wow this is what is this is what it's all about you know, yeah it's priceless uh-huh. yeah. Is, I don't think anything is more fulfilling than that moment. right? And that's what we do it for, you know?
0: Agreed. Agreed. Preach. Because I'm just like, you don't understand. You don't understand until you see that. Until you yeah. see that. So. You wait
1: nine long months per Yeah.
0: Day. So for all the women that are first-time surrogates that are about to pop, girl... Get ready because you're about to have waterworks, everything that you've mm-hmm. sacrificed and going through. It'll all come to a full circle. So right. I cannot right. wait for you to experience the highest moment of the fulfillment with surrogacy. So yes, it's
1: a journey. The end yes. of the journey. Yes. So are you pumping? How does that work? Did you um, have a? So I'm not pumping for the mother, but I'm pumping for myself kind of just mm-hmm. for relief. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, t- it took about. It's been two weeks, so now I feel like, okay, I'm not producing any more milk. Okay. Um, my body is getting the hint like there's no baby to mm-hmm. feed. So you just kind of have to relieve it yourself, and then it'll just stop. Yeah. But I know, you know, you can pump if you want. Some parents do request the milk, and it is good for the baby. But I'm just not one of those women who produce a lot of milk.
0: So. Yeah, I don't think I am either. Mm. I feel like two, three weeks, but I don't really pump like release like tiny bit like it's very time consuming yeah yeah. one ounce of milk yeah and then a lot of the times it's just like i don't know like the health benefits okay i get it like breast milk is the best for the baby but with their situation a lot of these like i'm just only speaking on international couples they have like consultants that hook them up with their stays and everything and it's not by us yeah so transportation is an issue um, okay, like you want me to drive you some milk I, I've and heard pump 30, it. Mail it. Oh, mail it. Mm-hmm. See, that's another thing. But like, I don't know if anyone's in the California area, but like Arcadia or like Irvine or Orange County area away right. from where you know I reside, that would be kind of like, you know,
1: an hour to two hours. Yeah, it's a
0: full full-time thing. And so
1: yeah, the baby would starve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, okay, I'm tired, you know. Then you go back, it's not like our lives change. So we're still busy schedule. And yeah, that's that's something you really have to think about when you yeah. say, Yeah, I'm prepared to breastfeed because sometimes
1: you just you don't know how you don't know what you're signing up for. That's a big commitment. Yeah, that I will, is. I always say no. I always say no too. I like to get back to me in my life. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and that's not in a selfish way. But if it is, or if it comes off selfish, I'm sorry. I embrace my selfishness because I just, nine months. Right. No, 10, 11. I'd say a whole year. A whole year. Because it's the application, it's the communication, it's the medication, medication, the waiting, it's the did it happen, it worked, I'm pregnant, it's the OB, it's, you get where I'm coming from, ladies. Okay, it's a lot. Okay, so being able to get back to yourself and focus on you, it's not selfish. It's okay, boo. Get back to you, okay? Yeah. Hundred percent agree. Stamp. So when you go into surrogacy, you have such a busy schedule. How? What kind of like mindset can you give to women that may want to go back to school? Like they start noticing, like, wow, I can really like change my life while changing others. So when they're in a better financial, you know area in their life and they can kind of like the fog clears and they're like what do I really want to do right you know some
1: fog yeah so it's just like
0: what do you tell what do you tell them
1: girl you know what okay so first and foremost surrogacy has to be a priority Mm -hmm. it has to be your number one on the list because it's just so time consuming at least get pregnant first before you start to venture off in okay so that has to be your priority and you don't want to be unreliable surrogate. Mm-hmm. You don't want there's so many doctors appointments. There's so many things that you need to do before getting back to your life. Which right. is why like it's a commitment. Yeah. So get pregnant first, get mm-hmm. through your transfer, do your medication. All of that is a mental process. So graduate. Graduate yeah, IVF. Graduate IVF first. And then, you know, if you're a student Uh, you know, if you're working sometimes, so you're working and you're trying to do surrogacy at the same time. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is able to take off time from work. Mm -hmm. Um, So once you graduate, that's when you can be comfortable and you don't have to worry about miscarriage and you don't have to work. work. You might, you're still in the early stages. Just a lower chance. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're at least done with IVF. Mm -hmm. So get that done first and then start committing to Oh, I'm going to go ham in school. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to get this job. Oh, right. I'm going to stop working. Or I'm right. going to go part-time. Whatever right. it is that you want to do, you don't want to overwhelm yourself while doing surrogacy. Because all that's going to do is put stress on you, your mm-hmm. pregnancy, your body. True. Um, you know, and if you're one of those fit moms, you have to take a break from the gym. Mm-hmm. So
0: I know some of y'all is eager to go back. Like, I wish I was in somebody's gym. Or, you know, let me eat really good because I can't be in the gym. Like, right. we hear y'all. I know. It's a
1: lot. Yeah. At once. Yeah. So graduate first and then...
0: Graduate IVF and then press the reset button on right. how in these... Rest of the time, I want to say in these nine months, how can I work on myself but still put myself on the back burner? Right. And when we say, like, work on ourselves, like, we obviously mean, like,
1: the level of. Yes,
0: like this is an opportunity to where it's like you're changing someone else's life. But ladies, we have, we're like the head of household. We need to be able to flip it and tumble it, as right. amigos say. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we have to be able to come up with our game plan, our strategy. And, you know, this podcast is also to educate, but we're also here to support. So I definitely want. To feed out nothing but encouragement, sis, we're with you. Go ahead, get that done. Whether it be school, whether it be starting a side hustle, whether it's just the thought of being able to produce, what am I passionate about? We will start from there. So, you're obviously passionate in the medical field. You're a phlebotomist. You're instructor as well, Um, but you're also in the nursing, you know, field. So. How do you plan on, like, where are you at in your process? And then those hard moments, what can you tell people that are pro- probably scared to go back to school or just, like, unsure? Like, how did you know you wanted to do nursing?
1: You know what? I knew I wanted to be a nurse when I worked in the hospital as a phlebotomist. And I just seen how fulfilling that was for mm-hmm. nurses. Like, wow, I'm just here to help people. You know, I want to do God's work. So Right. Um, also, you know, when you are a surrogate, you're in a position to... For me, it put me in a position, I don't have to work as much. Right. So I can work part-time and go full-time in school, mm-hmm. which I never had been able to do before. I always had to work part-time. Mm-hmm. I mean, full-time. It puts you in a position to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Let me focus on my dreams, my goals. Yeah. And I'm able to attain those goals because now I have... You know, some financial stability. Mm-hmm. I have help.
0: It's crazy how much you gain, you know, with surrogacy. I mean, right. these intended parents, they gain a lot. But, like, we're in a position to, you know, gain a lot as well if we take those opportunities in that right. time.
1: Take advantage of the time. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of the position that you're, you're putting yourself in. You literally, you have to have a plan to set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. I think that's a blessing. And
0: And it doesn't have to
1: start after you give birth. Right. Like,
0: you don't have to be like, well, I'm just going to wait till, you know, I save up all the money and then I'll have it in an account and then I'll I'll do something. then like, no, everything has time. Everything comes from a thought. We just have to be able to strategically plan it
1: and then be able to apply action towards it as the time goes on. Another thing I want to add for all surrogates, whether you're a first time, second, third, whatever, um you need to prepare for the ridicule that you may experience, may or may not. Um, I felt like I, I've i never been judged as much as I, yeah. as I have since I've been a surrogate. People will judge you. People think, you know, anytime there's money involved, I feel like they frown upon it. Um, yeah, You never know. That's why I'm very private. Uh, I feel like not everybody is mature enough to handle... The situation, So I, I don't really share it with a lot of people. Um, no one likes to be judged, but you will get judged, you know, and then they start counting your pockets and they start counting mm-hmm. your blessings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like this what you're doing at the end of the day is a blessing for you and for the family. And the fact that people judge it and people put a price on it and it's just not a good thing. So right. be prepared for that.
0: Yes. So for women that are first-time surrogates, especially you're not as confident to speak about it because you may not know all of it as well, I would definitely advise that you just keep it on the down low. Only the people that need to know should know. And once you become pregnant and it's like you can't hide it anymore, then you know you can go ahead and speak about it as freely because you can't really get around it. I mean, it's around you. <laughs> right. But um, as far as our experiencers, sisters out there, you guys can definitely relate. Like you by then have probably gotten new furniture, you've probably gotten a new car. Like you're doing things to really level up, you know, going the second time around. Or you may have more of a plan, you know, now okay, I'm I'm more going into this, you know, for my business, things of that nature. And you're gonna get looked at like, oh you took the easy way out. Not everybody can just get pregnant or somehow you being
1: a surrogate. First off, it is not easy. Yes. Pregnancy is not easy. No. Getting pregnant is not easy. Giving birth is not easy. This is not an easy thing. It You have to be a special type of woman to even go through it. It's not easy. Um, yeah. A lot of people do think it's the easy way out or a come up. It's not that at all. Mm-hmm. I hate when people call it that.
0: So if you have been experiencing that, ladies, just go ahead and dump the... Let's press the button. <laughs> Dump all that shit out of your mind and regroup it, and you know why you did this. You are doing such a great thing. If you put money towards it, it's a good thing. If you took away the money and you told somebody what you're doing, it's still a good thing. So, money is not a factor in this. It's a factor as far as another, you know, reason like to do it, but it's not the factor on like whether it's good or bad. Does that make sense? I don't know. Hopefully, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, I just feel like, you know, you're going to get ridiculed. You really are. Yeah, be prepared. You're how many classes away from starting your actual nursing program?
1: As of now, I'm one class away.
0: Oh, my goodness. How did that? Oh, yes. Okay. So I want to let you guys know how close of a call. Okay, because we all know when you're, well, we don't all know, but as students, all the students there, you have your deadlines and, you know, finals coming up. Like, explain how crazy that was. You're like, please do not come out any sooner than you need to i know your due date was what
1: and your finals were when my due date was january 5th and my final was december 20th literally made my professor sign a contract saying if i went into labor they would let me take the final either way right (laughs) because you never know you know in the past i've gone two weeks sooner Mm -hmm. you just never know when it's gonna happen right so it was it wasn't stressful it was just more so like you need to plan Yeah. yeah
0: And so there's a difference between like freaking out but actually coming up with an action plan and going by that and just adjusting. And that's why I think you're really good at multitasking and so is myself with surrogacy because it's like, it's okay. We're just going to plan it. It's not the end of the world. And so I definitely think that that's how you've kind of mastered out, huh? (laughs) How to multi-jug all the craziness. So how, besides, you know, you stepping in and taking real control of your life and being able to serve others while serving yourself
1: through surrogacy. How is that with like dating? Oh my God. (laughs) So dating and surrogacy, it could go either way, you know? Uh, let's see. So my current relationship, uh, he's very supportive of surrogacy. I, I think he, at first he was a little scared, he really didn't know what to expect, you know? I yeah, that's let to him be expected. Know, this is how it could go. And he just was like, well, like, I'm here, you know? But I really don't know what to expect. We'll mm-hmm. just have to see.
0: So where were you in surrogacy stages when you were in the relationship? So did he come in and you were, like, already pregnant? Or, like, was it...
1: Yeah, no. You showing? <laughs> like. <laughs> you know what? So, okay. The way that people perceive surrogacy and men... Okay, first of all, no man wants their woman to be pregnant. Yeah, if it ain't their baby. Yes. <laughs> so let's just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're they're very. It's a very foreign thing to them. Yeah. And you know, my boyfriend, he doesn't have kids. So he, mm-hmm. and he wants kids. So mm-hmm. he was very on edge about it. Right. He didn't want it to ruin our future experience. You mm-hmm. know. So uh, let's. That's see. understandable. Right. So when I met him, I was not pregnant. I was the fun girl. Mm-hmm. I was. We were really dating. We were going mm-hmm. out. We were having fun. We were drinking. Right. We were going, you know, we were doing any and everything we wanted to. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, all the fun stops. And now I'm pregnant and we can't go out anymore. Well, School we, is in we, session. We, <laughs> so we met in the beginning. And I pretty much let him know, like, is you riding or are you not? Mm-hmm. You know? So, and he decided to, you know, stick So around. wait, you went to him and was like. This is my plan. Okay. I'm a surrogate. Right. And he's like, that's a beautiful thing. That's okay. so cool, you know? Okay. But now that it's going to happen with him, you know, it, it was scary. And I was scared, too. Like, wow, this is the end of us. Like, he's not going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. He might potentially be like, hit me when you're done doing right. what you're doing. Right, right. You know, so it's a blessing that he stuck, stuck around because mm-hmm. you will need help, you know? And I think it's beautiful when you have that person who is there to support you you know some couples go into it married and mm-hmm. they have their husband and you know that's I will for, say isn't. is
0: it that is a struggle you it know? is a struggle mm-hmm. you know
1: so so being you- able
0: to like be in a relationship so early and you're just like okay we're still trying to figure out each other but yet I'm adding some some stressful environments like how will we withstand this right I mean obviously are you guys still together yes so you are able to go through a relationship ladies in you know this won't hinder it It will bring up obstacles But like what relationship doesn't go through obstacles right. So I wouldn't say like Don't date while you're going into surrogacy Do you boo Just be upfront, just be honest And be confident in your decision That is only going to rub off On your characteristics with your You know new um, person That you're in a relationship with And I'm sure later down the line like, They'll respect you for it So people be like well my boyfriend He doesn't want it I'm like, oh, so your boyfriend going to financially support you if y'all break up still? Like, right. you know, uh, your boyfriend's right. going to help you get closer to your, your dreams. Uh, right. Your boyfriend's going to take care of your your kids for yeah, you. Like, you, you have to understand... You know, it's one decision if you're dating you have to make on your own. Right. It is not something completely like, Oh, you have to involve that person. That's a husband duty. Thank we you. We can't give these husband duties, these wifely duties, when we ain't got the ring on our fingers and the commitment is just, you know, not there
1: on the paper with marriage. Right. So I definitely One thing that I will add is sometimes in your contract with your IPs, they request you to be celibate. They request you mm, that you know, too. they want to know they want to know. And, yeah. you know, dating, you know, dating could get real raggedy. Mm-hmm. Some people date multiple people. Like, right. Cannot, that too. You cannot be doing all that. Mm-hmm. So you have to really be able to be stable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have stable. to. You have to make conscious decisions. We're right. all grown. We all have be able to do our own thing. But... With surrogacy, we're going to have to calm it down a bit. Right. And, you know, focus more on the emotional standpoint, not Thank so much you. the
1: physical You're standpoint, up, okay? You know, it yes. has to be first. Yes,
0: yes. And so this world is crazy. You don't ever know. You can. Some people don't care about the stomach. They'd be like, okay,
1: that's okay. Oh, they don't care Yes, about the they don't. So, you know.
0: <laughs> Do you think that um, your relationship now has gotten stronger from you
1: guys getting through this? Of course, it feels good to be back to my own self. Mm-hmm. It feels good. I feel like I, um, you know, we weren't able to hug, right, for a mm-hmm. long time. The belly was in the way of a right. lot of things, you know, so it feels good to have gone through that and he supported me and now we're back to normal. We can have fun again, you mm-hmm. know. Right. So
0: it's only the sky's the limit now. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And so what kind of bumps in the road did you guys, you know, endure during the relationship?
1: the raw truth. You know, sometimes it's hard bringing your pregnant girl around your family, your okay, friends. Okay, let's your talk coworkers. about it. Okay. the baby. Oh.
0: Yes. <laughs> How many of you guys are shy away, you shy away from interacting and being social because, you know, you don't want to offend your, you know, boyfriend's family or their
1: coworkers. You know, it's not even about shying away. I feel like it's more so not everybody is mature enough to understand the process. I feel yeah, like not true. even everybody deserves to even know about it, you know? So
0: exactly.
1: It's a very sacred thing to me, mm-hmm. and I just don't like getting a thousand and one questions every time we go out or mm-hmm. around, you know? so That's I, true. You, it's very, it's a thin line, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like the people who are important know, they know what's up. People who are just outsiders looking in, they yep. will judge. Mm-hmm. So it's not more so shying away it's, it's more just so preserving. Like, yeah. Preserving the moments. Right. Okay. That's good. So that's, you know, one of the ugly things about dating a mm-hmm. pregnant surrogate. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have to explain. Yeah. Um, I guess a good thing is, like, now he knows what I look like pregnant. <laughs> 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 so, when, you know, he knows that, that, you know, what he's up against when we do. You didn't see me
0: at my kids. worst.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. That's just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. You know, it was a beautiful experience. It just, it just was a beautiful experience. That's
0: um, good. So, did you invite him to be a part of the birth, or you just kind
1: of were like, no? Yeah, I didn't really want him there. I just felt like it. I just needed to get it done and over with. I had my uh, my intended mother there. Mm-hmm. I had support from my friends, of mm-hmm. course, um, family. But you know what? This is the first time I delivered. Just me and the parent, mm-hmm. and. Maybe because I'm seasoned in this, you know, I just just wanted it to be with her this time around. But everyone has their preferences. Mm -hmm. Um, He hated that he couldn't be there. He wanted to be there so bad. And Mm -hmm. I just kind of felt bad, like, no, this is, you know, let me just...
0: That's true. Get it over with. You know? I'm like that too. I Not like get I it over
1: with. with, but let me Right. Just... let
0: me be able to make come to a complete stop and closure the way I know how and I feel comfortable. And you're entitled to that.
1: Yeah. He probably would have freaked out anyway. Mm-hmm. Like
0: you don't have time mm-hmm. to be worried about his feelings while you're pushing. Like <laughs> exactly. Yes. And some guys be passing out. So I right. understood, understood. So how has like recovery been for you? Like, um, mind you, we went on a hike. <laughs> Eight days after, eight days after she gave birth. Yeah, so
1: we are built for birth. Women yeah. are amazing. We are strong. This is what we're built for. Mm-hmm. So recovery, it is hard. The first initial two three days. Uh, I How mean, did you I feel that same night?
0: How did you feel? What the? Oh my goodness! So you gave birth in the morning time, and you were home at night.
1: Right. They wanted to watch me for a period of twelve hours, and then I was able to go home. So. Recovery, um, you know, women who are about to give birth, I suggest you guys um, do your research on the the things you need. Um, remember, we saw the YouTube about the Patsicle. Oh,
0: my goodness! So, you guys, we definitely have to like do something to where what was it? It was. Called them pussy pops.
1: <laughs> it is like a popsicle. Yes.
0: So what is it? It's aloe vera or like aloe
1: vera, aloe vera, a huge maxi hazel, pad, maxi pad,
0: witch hazel, and and a freezer and freeze them yeah. and then put
1: put it on your kitty. Yeah, it's soothing. Um, I wish I would have known that. Back yeah, in the day. I
0: don't think I've ever used it, but you know, I definitely. I'm like, wow, this let us know how that goes level. if you make it, guys. We'll definitely have to post like the ingredients and. Mm-hmm. All you surrogates that are ready to give birth that, um, do that vaginally within God's will, <laughs> cause C-sections are a lot, but some people prefer that more power to you. Brilliant. Um, but I just really hope that, you know, that helps cause I'm gonna try it.
1: Yeah. Try it. We're going to get you hundred percent ready. Give me a little,
0: give me a puss pop.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> puss pop and a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Recovery has been great. Um, You'd be surprised. How much weight did you gain total? With this last pregnancy, it was thirty pounds. Oh my goodness, that's so good. Usually, it's like fifty. What? Fifty. Mm. That was yeah with the girls. Mm-hmm. So this oh, one great. was better.
0: You hear that, guys? Fifty pounds.
1: Carry a boy. Uh, I let's can't. See. Is there
0: only embryo? <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna transfer this girl. We are, she's going to stick and she's going to be my belly buddy mm-hmm. and we're going to work it out. Okay.
1: Right. So. You'd be surprised how quick your body bounces back. Mm-hmm. I think another big factor is you don't have a baby to take care of.
0: Oh my goodness. That's like the hardest part. Like when people be like, you're so attached. How? No. How? Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm getting
1: the the best sleep I've ever had. Right. You know, you go back to your normal life. Yeah. You start planning a uh, life. After birth, Mm -hmm. um, back to work, back to school. Right. I was in school the next week. Yeah. Um, You know, like life doesn't stop for no one. So you got to get back in the groove. Mm -hmm. I was meal prepping, ready to work out. Remember uh, the pregnancy in 2017? We were at the gym two days later.
0: I know. I was driving five days after my C-section.
1: You were driving. I was driving. You know, you'd be surprised how strong you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're mamas. We got to get it done. Who going to take the kids to school? Thank you. Okay. And I guarantee you, the school going to pull you aside and be like, um, hi, I'm just calling for the parent of X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z. I know you calling. What? Because we're late. Seventh day, in the, seventh day of the
1: week yeah. okay I get it you will have a lot of support I'm and tired people want you to lay down and rest and <laughs> mm-hmm. sleep but when your body is telling you get up and go you can just do this. listen you, to it you yeah, can it's important to get rest don't mm-hmm. get me wrong you do get rest but right. like you're not ex- 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 exerting your body that much
0: so after you deliver the two top things well I don't know just like a handful of things that are my go to one is mm-hmm. definitely going to be the waist trainer, Yes. get you a really good waist trainer that fits your body, that really hugs it really good, that helps with the uterus to contract so that it can bleed out the way it needs to. Lord Jesus, that right. needs to the Red Sea, Jesus, and just get it all out. Be able to, you know, make you feel like you're like sucking everything in so that you can heal properly, have it go back to normal within your insides. Um, what's the next thing another thing is a heating pad oh a heating pad okay good call where do you place that heating pad on your stomach
1: you know what so when you get the epidural afterward your back mm. is so sore I laid on the heating pad day yes. and night okay. and I even used it for my breasts like oh, when okay. I was engorged uh-huh. like put the heating pad on you and it helped release it helped okay release.
0: ladies I ain't never done that but that sound like why didn't I ever not do that okay. so get that um, what else? Oh, the hugest maxi pads on the shelf. Get them things from belly to back. <laughs> like, <laughs> a good maxi pad. Good I'd be like, pads. just bre- just bleed out. Go you ahead. You know the
1: hospital's going to hook you up. You're going to have... Yeah,
0: but they don't give you them pantyhose that, like, let they you... Do. They 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 be stingy. Okay? They probably gave me about three of them. You know what? Go and that buy some granny
1: panties. I don't wear granny panties ever, but when I'm pregnant... That's you, have, you need some granny panties. Get get day. some good
0: granny panties. Um what else? We said the heating. You're gonna pad? need
1: your witch hazel. The, the oh, hospital's yeah. gonna give you what you need. They're gonna give you your spray, uh, your yeah. bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But we said that for the pussy pops.
1: Right. So what's another thing? You know what? You just I always had my medication on hand. I always Mm -hmm. had water on hand.
0: Oh yes, water. Get your hydration levels. Mm -hmm. You can even do with your vitamins too. I really think you should like get on the vitamins to just get your levels back. For me, my iron's always off. Deficiency.
1: Colase, which is. Mm.
0: Oh, the stool stool softener. hmm. Yep. Still softener. Tylenol. Uh, mhm. Tylenol. See, I'm scared. So a lot of the times you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back home, and um, I'm cool. Have the kids come home Mm-mm. if you if you can. Right. <laughs> Let them stay at grandma's a little right. longer.
1: Okay. You know what? Some I would even advise right. women to stay in the hospital longer. Yeah. I could have stayed up to mm-hmm. two days if I that's really true. needed to, wanted to. I just wanted to get back to my bed. But that's true. It's nice to have the nurses take care of you mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of support at home. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true. So you can stay at at the hospital for an extra night, you know, so, and that allows your IPs to kind of check up on you too. If they, you know, do, some won't, some will, just depends on your guys' relationship, but... We definitely am coming to an end on this girl talk. Oh, my goodness. We're already like 30 minutes in. Oh but, God. yeah, it was so nice having you and your insightfulness with your surrogacy journeys, your words of encouragement for mothers and, you know, being able to go to school and juggle surrogacy, plus being that mama bear. So, ladies, thank you so much for being um, tuning in with us today. And if, Marcy, you can leave... Advice that golden ticket. Listen, ladies, all of the above. If you are not even a surrogate, you're in the beginning stages. If you're currently a surrogate and you're pregnant or you just had um, given birth, listen up. Here is Marcy's golden advice for our serial sisters.
1: All right. So, my golden serial sister advice would be take care of you. Explanation mark. <laughs> <laughs> take care of you the best way you know how. Um, you know, we are sacrificing our body, our minds, our life, everything gets put on hold for over a year sometimes. Yeah. Um, as long as you're taking care of yourself through this whole process, I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you get caught up in taking care of everyone else and mm-hmm. you forget to take care of yourself. But yep. what I've learned through Syracuse is you got to take care of yourself.
0: And that is that. So thank you. That golden advice is super solid. Put it in your pocket lock it up, put it in your heart, your chest, and just live throughout it. We're going to end it again here today, ladies. We will see you soon until another episode. Oh my goodness. Was that not such a great episode? Girl, I feel like we totally spilt the tea and had such a great time together, right? Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I will be dropping sero Sister Girl Talk type episodes every last of the month or either beginning of the month. I can switch out. But if you're interested, please DM me and let me know. Let's make it happen. I definitely want to spread as many stories as possible so that we can help all our sero Sisters from anywhere, from all different kinds of situations. So don't be afraid to follow me on Instagram at confessions of a underscore woman. That's W-O-M-B-E-N. So that we can definitely connect, possibly do a podcast of Girl Talk and support one another. Until next time, see you later, guys.